0: All right, we are recording with the recorder and the backup recorder. I want to welcome everybody. Good evening. This is Reverend Anna Jones, and we are here, gathered here tonight for our monthly. uh, at least during the, month of, during the year of 2021, I've been doing this monthly series uh, of global transmissions from Archangel Michael at his request. And um, if you are new to this series, I highly recommend that um, you go on to my website, which is where you register for this evening at AnnaJonesOnline.com, and click on the podcast page and you'll be able to hear all of the um, re- recorded messages that have come through in this series uh, thus far this year the series uh, started on the spring equinox um, so there's the March uh, April May and June uh, transmissions that are already up there on the celestial voice podcast on my on Jones online.com website so you can also subscribe to the podcast all of it's for free um, you can subscribe to it on iTunes as well. In fact, iTunes will uh, play even better and allow you to download it even better to your smart phones and um, uh, like iPads and uh, handheld devices and things. So uh, that's another option for those of you who want to especially download it, but you can always listen to it or download it from my website anytime. So this is the um, the next installment so to speak in a in this series of messages archangel michael requested, um, and it's going to be completing, the series of messages will be completing, um, again at his request, on uh, the 20th of September, uh, which is going to be the Fall Equinox transmission. It's just two days before the Fall Equinox, the 20th of September, is, so um, this the actual Equinox is September 22nd. So, in, after tonight's transmission, we're actually only going to have two more transmissions in the series. So, why just, why is that important? Um, first of all, because I got lots of messages last year when I did this saying, hey, where's the monthly series after after it had completed um, and I'll take a break for however long um, you know, until he asked me to basically do it again or start it again in a new way because I've uh, only the last two years done it in this way. Um, previously, the global transmissions have only been on the equinoxes and the solstices and some of the monthly transmissions have been in the Archangel Michael study group um, I do host um, Archangel Michael study group on the second Tuesday of every month that is correlating with these messages these messages global transmissions we study basically on the second Tuesday of every month the transmissions that come through on the 20th so um, on the second Tuesday of August we're actually going to be studying in the Archangel Michael study group the message that comes through tonight uh, so if you've um, ever been participated in those or, or never, never heard of them before, you can also, while you're on my website, make sure you click on the events page and take a look at that uh, study group, which is optional, um, and there is a, uh, a fee for that because there's transcription work and uh, PDFs and a lot, as well as additional recordings, things like that, 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 that you receive if you uh, join us for the study group. So uh, that helps you get caught up with where we are, Archangel. If you haven't listened to any of the previous podcasts uh, for these these messages, Archangel Michael has been talking about this year being a year of emergence. Um, that's his theme. And that's what he's called it, <laughs> not my theme. Um, and so, some of my questions this evening have to do with that. Every month, I'm asking him if there's anything more he wants to share with us about what is emerging, how we're merging what we are merging into what we are merging out of uh, those types of questions um, he's been giving us little pieces of information here and there um, in fact I don't know if it was last month because last month was a summer solstice transmission with that amazing golden solar light transmission that um, that a channel which is an incredible guided meditation and for those of you who haven't done it just please uh, go into the podcast and I highly recommend recommend listening to that one for that just that reason alone but I think it might have been the one before that the actual May transmission Um, one of them (laughs) I'm not quite sure which one because I didn't have a chance to look it up he referenced um, serving us being a service us offering ourselves of service uh, to that which is emerging um, to to what is emerging and uh, so that I've been actually thinking a lot about that uh, today and the last few days um, and just it's just been coming back to me and so I think hmm maybe there's quite a bit more to be revealed about that Uh, so uh, the process that I use is the the angels gave me a process decades ago when I began doing this work professionally for other people they gave me a process and told me that if I were to always follow the process, it would always work, and so I always continue to follow it until they upgrade it or tell me to do something otherwise. So um, the, the, the process, we're going to do a guided process that they gave me step-by-step, step, um, but they taught me to never approach them without questions first. So uh, what I do is I uh, put together the questions, um, my own questions, as well as anybody that participates in the study group is welcome to. It doesn't mean everybody does, um, but everybody who is signed up for the study, Archangel Michael study group is allowed to uh, submit questions, um, and so I have tonight kind of a compilation of my own along with a couple that got submitted from the study group. So... Um, my own questions that I'm putting forth has to do with this statement that he made. It stood out to me before. It's standing out to me again. It's coming up in me again um, as to if he could explain more about what he means by serving what is emerging. When he said that um, a while ago, uh, What what does exactly it mean to serve that which is emerging? And is there something specific that he would want to identify about that. Um, that would be great and uh, very welcomed uh, if he were to, to, to do so. So um, that's one of my questions. And um, since we are here in the uh, getting towards the end, again, this is the, you know, not the the next to last one, but the one before the next to last one in the series, if there's anything further that he wants to, you know, be sure that he covers in the series uh, to to please make sure that he, you know, covers everything that he wants to cover. Um, And he's also, another one of my questions is he's been talking to us regularly, consistently throughout this series. even into last year um about the virtues and uh, virtues as Uh, Basically, powers and instruments for um, co-creation and also for, uh, he described it this way, this is not my description, I never even thought of it, um, but for um, reconciling opposites uh, and healing ourselves, healing our world through the reconciling of opposites using the virtues. So he's been speaking about this um, for quite some time now and I really want to continue to give him that permission and to ask him if there's anything further that he wants to share with us about that uh to feel free to do so if there's any other virtues that he wants to talk about or speak about in fact one of the questions that did come from a study group member um, had to do with uh the subject of wholeness and whether or not wholeness is a virtue so sometimes um questions just get asked is this a virtue is this not a virtue uh there's no obviously definitive source um, where you know this is like the go-to source for like you know what everybody agrees upon are the the virtues in fact when you look up lists of uh, the virtues uh, you'll find different lists with several different things listed on them and Archangel Michael's kind of making his own list through these uh, messages this year and some of the ones from last year. And I think he even began to speak about uh, them uh, in the previous year when it was just uh, monthly messages coming through for study group members. Uh, but this is the most elaborate and most detailed that he's been going into on that subject of the virtues. Um, in fact, last month uh, he, he spoke to us about the virtue of forgiveness and um, how much it frees us and liberates us especially freeing our spirit liberating our spirit um, beautiful message that came through with that golden solar light transmission which is a beautiful meditation for empowerment that I was mentioning so um, those are some of the questions that I have to put forth uh, always 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 we're in the prayer invocation the guided portion of the invocation that I lead us in um, is also so very specific, the steps in it um, given to me by the angels as a process that I use. Uh, so I always want to just give him permission to speak to us about anything that he feels is for our highest good. And there was a question that was submitted by one of the study group members last month that I actually do believe God answered in some way, um, maybe indirectly. Uh, last month but I just uh, thought that I would uh, put it in there and ask it again if there is anything that directly he wants to uh, ask or um, anything he wants to directly share with us or answer it uh, and basically the, the the question paraphrasing it because it was written out very long in a very long format but um, paraphrasing it has to do with spiritual teachers and um, obviously the need uh, for spiritual teachers in our world but but then what happens and how to handle, how to address, if spiritual teachers um, basically if they fall off of their path or they aren't following uh, with integrity, um, you know, just basically how to uh, approach that, how to handle it, that type of uh, thing in, in regards to the question that got submitted. So I'll put that question out there again, uh, in addition to uh, the ones that I've that, I, that I've that I've just asked. Um, And just let, and again, we'll just let him, uh, let him speak about whatever he feels is for our highest good. So, yeah. um, And and for those of you who are brand new, I'm going to guide us through this process. I'm going to explain the process the angels gave me years ago. Um, I've been in uh, relationship, communication, connection um, with my own angels and guides (coughs) for as long as I can remember. Um, clairvoyant clairaudient uh, since early in my childhood and um, started doing laying out of hands healing when I was 14 in which I started a whole other stage of my spiritual awakening um, and also started doing the work with energy healing and spiritual healing but the work with the angels also evolved onto a whole other level because that's actually when I started getting short words and phrases and sentences uh, and getting them clairaudiently from the angels and asking uh, I was being asked at that point in time to share them with the, the person receiving uh, the healing or share them in, in the group because it was always the, 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 the youth group that I was a part of was always engaged in doing laying out of hands healing in group sessions so um you know, I would share, again, a word, sentence, or phrase, and it would always help somebody or make sense to somebody either right away or or, or later on. Um, and eventually the angels guided me to... Um, continue to develop that uh, and to uh, really devote myself to my spiritual path and spiritual journey uh, from that time period on uh, after the age of 18 and um, you know graduating from high school going to Ohio State University for the length of period of time uh, that I went there and uh, really diving deeply into all different forms of spirituality um, all religions uh, just trying to understand what I was experiencing with energy what I was experiencing uh, with with all of that I do now with spiritual healing and then also um, what the angels were guiding me to do with my my gifts and abilities and so making a long story short um, I've uh, developed it to the point where it is today and um, it, it's been a long process Uh, it definitely has been a process of learning to surrender Um, surrender is one of the most important things for being able to bring through these transmissions and so one of the tools that I use to enter into that state of full surrender is I use um, a deep meditative trance state uh, that I'll be going into so once I guide us through the process that the angels gave me when I started doing this know the way that they wanted me to do it where I just allow them to speak more directly and allow myself to just be the instrument and r- really dedicating my life professionally to all of the things that I do with the different facets and elements of my my ministry work because the angelic part of my ministry is not the only part neither is the the healing part of my ministry there's also other things I do with leading pilgrimages retreats workshops etc just haven't been doing as much during COVID or this or this year um, um but uh the the angels gave me this process that we're going to use and um that's basically um four things done in five steps uh, and um, I'll be going into a tram- meditative trance state after we go through the guided process and it's when I'm in that meditative trance state that um, Archangel Michael's energy comes in and I allow him just really deeply fully surrender, and allowing him to speak through using my voice so I'm actually hearing what's being said at the same time that you're hearing it um, I'm not hearing it and then saying it it's actually Uh, direct Uh, so I'm in this deep meditative trance state I'm I'm kind of um, not fully in my body and their energy is coming in um, and it's being allowed to just uh, pass uh, through me and out uh, to everyone Um, and he calls these global transmissions um, not just because the message that's being delivered uh, that's actually not the reason why they're called global transmissions Um, that's just the message part Um, the, the global transmissions are uh, what he's really doing is he's sending energy to all of us he's not just sending it to me um, so I'll be, be bringing through the vocal part but he's sending energy to all of us uh, directly so your personal connection with him or relationship with him or if you don't feel like you have one yeah you know, he, he's uh, one of the archangels that works with everyone right so the archangels work with all on the earth so um, and then he's not just sending it to each one of us but he's sending it to he, he reveals and says that he's sending it to all humanity and he's doing um, basically energetic transmission to humanity and to the planet even um, at this time oh I thought of one other question that I had actually another question that I had has to do with planetary healing Um, I I I, I still have my uh, part of my business back in Hawaii but especially since the pandemic i have been more and more here in California and um, being here in California uh, in northern part of California where uh, the droughts so severe and the wildfires and the threats of wildfires there's literally some kind of fire that begins around the area uh, sometimes multiple times a day there's little fires that break out luckily uh, nothing close to me and the things that have been close have all been uh, been taken care of by the firefighters but I do know that farther north in the state and then in the southern part of Oregon uh, there is uh, very, very large uh, wildfires that are burning right now, um and the drought situation out here is uh the the worst not just that I've seen it, but that people who've been here for um you know decades and decades their whole lives uh, have seen it record record breaking throughout the whole west, not just through out california utah nevada um even in I think even in Idaho definitely Washington state. Oregon and this is just this part of the country and then there's other parts of the country and then there's all the the flooding and things so there's definitely been a lot going on um, if you follow uh, things happening in the world like I do because I am an earth empath and so I tune into okay you know what's happening with the planet Uh, there's been a lot going on with the planet that needs balancing um, that needs to be healed and uh, I'm always interested at any time that he wants to tell us anything about um, planetary healing if there's anything specific that we should be doing either spiritually emotionally mentally physically action-wise I mean anything on any level that specifically he would recommend right now um, during this time of emergence for planetary healing I did want to put that in there and throw that in there so okay so back to the, the process here so um, the, the four parts done in five steps so the four parts parts are um, praising asking, thanking, and receiving. And then we'll bring it full circle by bringing it back to praising again. So think of it as um, these uh, steps put on a circle uh, or like a clock With uh, if you put like praising at 12 noon and then asking at 3 o'clock. And then uh, so if these words were actually written um, on a clock, right? And so then praising would be at noon, um, asking would be like in a 3 o'clock position, and um, thanking would be in that six o'clock position, receiving would be in that nine o'clock position, and then back up to praising again, right? So basically, being journeying around that. Um, it's, I, 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 the name I call it is the prayer wheel, basically. Um, so uh, we'll be, um, for praise, we'll actually be doing um, the Uh, Hebrew chant that the angels gave me for this part so uh, this is something that I I always do I always do the same I always do the same process always you know again until they upgrade it or tell me otherwise I just vary it just slightly uh, each time I have a slight variation and different version that I do just slightly different um, in the private session work that I do Um, and you can learn all about the private session work that I offer um, on my website's private sessions page while you're um, on the site listening to the podcast and you can learn more about me I don't have time to tell more of my story um, also on the the bio page and I do have not very many but a few YouTube videos up and of course um, my my Reverend Anna Jones page on Facebook and my Archangel Michael and Legion of Light page on Facebook um, is where I do a lot of um, you know interfacing uh, interacting um, you know with 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 people and with um, putting out you know insights, messages, inspirational uh, wisdom teachings, etc., with over a half million followers on the Archangel Michael Legion of Light page that the messages go out to um, every week. It's like a half million when you put all of my pages together, uh, especially. So... um, yeah so there's several different ways of connecting with me and learning more about me and I'll I'll let you guys do that kind of on your own because I want to go ahead and um, uh, guide you through this process tonight Uh, so the praise that we're going to be using the praise chant is Adonai Elohim Um, well actually we're going to do Michael's name first so um, if uh, if I weren't invoking Archangel Michael I would just do the Adonai Elohim by itself and the Adonai Elohim by itself or if I'm invoking another Archangel I would use a different Archangel's name but um, so we're invoking Archangel Michael tonight for this transmission so um, it'll be a uh, a translation of his name there's many different pronunciations and translations of his name and the translation that I use uh, for this chant is Mikael. So Mikael, 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 Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohimu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So Mikael, 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 Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohimu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. And these are all um, the, the Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu. Those are all Hebrew names for God. And remember, even when we're invoking Archangel Michael's name, that L, uh, the E L, the the name L, uh, is also a Hebrew name for God. Um, and uh, when we are invoking um, Michael's name in any pronunciation that that has that sound vibration in it, so we Michael, Michael, Michael um the the name michael translates to he who is like unto God regardless of what pronunciation you're using so it's he who is like unto God or um, uh, like like God so he who is like God or he who is like unto God uh, is the translation of that so we're invoking not just Archangel Michael but all of the presence um, of God and that which is all like unto God so um, that's what's being invoked um, in addition to Archangel Michael's presence just by the praise chant And of course, what makes it praise is the ability for us to put our heart uh, into it. So um, not just doing it mindlessly from our head, but really uh, putting love and devotion and making a heart connection uh, through the chant um, is really what makes it praise. So I'll do it uh, several times. I will be chanting it out loud, and um, I'll be guiding you all to participate Uh, It's best if there really aren't um, observers in this process but uh, but participants in this process. You will get the most out of this experience, this transmission, if you fully participate in this prayer invocation, if you fully participate when the time comes when I guide you all to just relax and receive, um, to just allow yourself to meditate, And be open to receive all that Archangel Michael has to share with you and he will share with you again not just the words that are coming through but um, direct uh, energetic connection that he can make with you and energy work that he's doing perhaps on you or perhaps on the you know on on, on, on others uh, you know through this again the global aspect of this transmission that's being transmitted Um, so I really highly highly not just encourage but even ask you all uh, to participate um, as I take you through in each step of the way because there's a benefit to you it doesn't just uh, help me make the connection there's a benefit for you in making that connection with him with the angelic realm uh, etc they, they've made it very clear to me over the decades that I've used this process now that this process isn't just for me um, that it is for others and for the sake of others uh, and it will work for others to be able to make that um, connection with them and to make that connection more felt and more uh, conscious so um, so please please participate I'll guide us uh, you're all muted you can either chant along silently or chant along out loud um, but I'll do be doing the the praise chant for a little while and then um, I'll guide us straight from the praise chant into the Asking portion, and this is invocation where we will ask literally for Archangel Michael to come and uh, to speak to us a message. Uh, there's some detailed parts there I'll put in, some specific things I always say. Uh, that's uh, important parts of the steps the angels gave me. So in that asking portion, I will um, guide us through that. And again, please participate with me in doing so. Um, and then there's the asking and the thanking, the giving of thanks and, and, and gratitude. Um, and really letting ourselves feel the gratitude uh, not just again kind of mindlessly saying it but um, really allowing ourselves to you know open our hearts with gratitude is what that step uh, ultimately is for and then there's the receiving, so then I'll guide you from the gratitude prayer uh, into the receiving, and that's when I want you to just relax and um, use it as an opportunity to meditate in silence and receive everything that is being transmitted, both the vocal part of the transmission through the message, as well as any energy work he's sending and it's okay if you're lying down during all of this as long as you're awake enough and you don't feel like you're going to fall asleep you won't get hurt if you fall asleep obviously because it'll just go very very deep uh, and you'll wake up and and sometimes you know feel transformed or refreshed because of that but then you'll you'll be like what I forget anything that was said right so luckily you'll have uh, in a few days the podcast will be put up and I don't know exactly the number of days I'll try to get it done and out to my assistant Jeff as soon as possible but you will have the um, access to this one will be podcast like all the other ones, uh, and we'll send out an email to let you know. If so in case you do fall asleep um, or in case you're not able to participate all the way through this evening, you got to uh, hang out for some reason earlier or something, uh, you will have the transmission as soon as it gets put up in the podcast, and we'll email that out to everybody. And it can be your notes, and you can take written notes from the recording rather than trying to take written notes during it, because if you're taking written notes during it, then you're not really in that receptive state that they want you to be in they want you to be in just a meditative listening state you know just just be in an in a meditative listening state not doing anything else that's their instruction for in how to get the most out of this experience with them um so uh you know, afterwards you can um, you can take notes right afterwards. You know, and, uh, in case you don't want to forget something before doing now and the time that the uh, the podcast will the the message will be put up on the podcast. So, um, but once uh, the the message part of the transmission is finished uh, and whatever energy he's sending, because sometimes there's a little bit of silence at the end that that, that is additional time there. Um, so when once he's fully finished, I will come back and um, I will be speaking and, and I will guide us once again um, up out of the meditation um, and I always like to throw in a little bit of gratitude uh, with my praise at the end. So bringing it full circle back to praise but gratitude and praise uh, w- praising with a grateful, grateful heart um, basically. And the praise at the end is going to be super short compared to the beginning um, and it's just going to be Adonai, Elohim, these two ancient Hebrew names for God. It'll just be Adonai Elohim just by itself in a a much shorter time of of chanting that. Then I'll bring us fully up out of the meditation, and the first thing I'll do that I always do every time also, again, I'm completing the process here the angels gave me, is to share with you anything that really stood out, anything that I saw, heard, or felt that might have went along with what was being said or even in addition to what was being said. Um, sometimes there's so many visuals, I can't even possibly begin to describe them all, but maybe there's something that it stands out or that would be easy for me to describe. Um, but whatever it is, I'll share that with you and we can all say goodbye. Um, i meaning I'll unmute everybody so everybody can kind of all at once <laughs> say goodbye and we'll be finished for the night. Okay so let's get ourselves comfortable like I said it's okay if you're laying down but if you do feel tired and you don't want to fall asleep then it is best to to do this meditation sitting up so as long as you have got a nice straight spine and you're nice and comfortable
1: and you might want to
0: I'm gonna grab a drink of water while everybody's getting themselves set up and ready okay alright let me just check the recorders right real quick make sure everything's recording before I get underway here yep yep they are both recording okay good all right so we're gonna sit back we're gonna close our eyes the first part I throw in is I like to just have us do some light long slow deep breaths just to center ourselves just to clear our mind and clear our bodies, just use the breath. Taking some long, slow, deep centering and grounding breaths, cleansing breaths. I'll begin the praise chant and ask you to all join me in doing so. You're all muted, so if you want to do it out loud, that's fine, too.
1: Make a... Make queda me queda Adonai Elohim, Adonai i don't know do Make a make Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, I don't know Hello I do I don't know aloheam I don't know make a make a make a make a make a make I don't I alohe Adonai Elohimu, Hinu Mikhal Nikkei, Nikkei, Nikkei Deep in and exhale.
0: Now, please join me as we begin going further now from the praising into the asking. The first thing we want to ask individually and collectively is we want to ask and call upon the presence of divine love and divine light. Ask for that presence of divine love and divine light to be fully present with us. And ask that we be united together in a circle of love and a circle of light, that all of our love and light be united as one wherever we are, from around the country or around the world as we've joined together here. And whenever, even if this is a meditation being done at a later time through recording, we want to have that circle of love and light transcend time and space. And be a circle that uplifts us all, protects us all, and connects us all. And I'll not silently call out Archangel Michael again in whatever personal way now feels right to you, calling upon him by name in whatever personal way feels right. Ask Him to be fully present with each and every one of us today, with yourself and with all of us in this circle of light that we've created for this global transmission. Ask Him to be fully present in this circle of light and with us all, and and ask Him to hear the questions that have been put forth. To give us any guidance or insight into any or all of these things? And then we all want to give him silently. We want to give him permission to speak freely to us right now about anything that he feels is for our collective highest good to know. The collective highest good of the planet or for humanity. And then we want to move into our gratitude and really feel gratitude in our heart for Archangel Michael and all that he is and all that he does in our personal lives and in our world so many things so much that he does that's unknown to us and maybe things that we might personally know whatever it is known or unknown to us just let us feel gratitude for him and express that gratitude silently in prayer right now just communicate that gratitude directly to
1: him and the next step of
0: our gratitude prayer is to now just directly send out our gratitude for to the divine for the blessing of life directly to the divine for everything that's a blessing in life and everything that's in a blessing in our personal lives just expand that gratitude all the way out directly to God directly to the divine expressing what's in our hearts For that gratitude, and that brings us to the receiving. So we're finished now with the gratitude prayers. And I want you to deepen your breathing and let yourself relax now into a quiet, meditative, listening state and just remain in silence and remain in meditation all throughout the vocal part of the transmission that will be coming through. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words coming through will be the vocal part of the transmission from Archangel Michael. Breathing in through the crown of your head. Imagine as if you are inhaling through the crown chakra. Exhaling down through your legs and your feet. Into the earth. Add to this intention and visualization breathing in the divine source light directly from the source of all sources the source of all healing the source of all that is inhaling directly through your crown from the divine source allowing that energy to vertically pass through your entire vertical energy channel and exhaling it down into the earth through your legs and through your feet. This very simple breathing exercise that has been used by various spiritual practitioners around the world for millennia is something that not only helps you to ground yourself to the earth but helps you to ground in the healing light To open the channel that is within you. Because you all have within your energy systems the vertical energy axis that's known by many names. But all of your chakras spin into and off of. That your crown chakra and your root chakra are part of that vertical energy axis. And it moves energy up and down vertically through your entire body, your entire energy system, and beyond. From the crown chakra and beyond, to the soul star and beyond and downward through your root chakra to the Earth star and beyond. Ultimately, multi-dimensionally is even possible. of what I choose to reveal and speak of here today is asking you all to open this energy channel within yourselves so that you all can be the instrument for divine love, divine light, divine healing. To flow through you and it won't just flow into the earth it'll flow into every aspect of your life because the more you are able to bring through the divine love light healing power and all of the powers of the divine that are the virtues bringing through those energies of the divine that are the energies of the virtues And literally bringing them through that whole vertical energy axis that is the channel within you. You become an instrument for healing the earth. And you become an instrument for all that you are here to do in this world. an instrument for that energy to flow through you. It is I, the Archangel Michael, that chooses at this time to instruct you in this way and to ask you as you have asked us, myself, and all of the other angels that are working with you for our help, for our assistance, for our support, I am asking you, each of you individually, for your help for your assistance, for your support, for you to step into your power, your role, as the instrument of the divine that you are, that you always have been and you always will be. And this works most powerfully when you are not doing so for selfish reasons or for selfish intent. When you truly are opening that vertical energy channel, that vertical energy axis from the source within all that is to the source within you, to the source within the earth, to the source of all that is, allowing it to move through you, speak through you, live through you, act through you, serve through you, co create with you. It is not a way of giving your power over. In fact, it cannot be done if you give your power over. That would not be love. To be of service in the way that I'm describing, to be the instrument in the way in which I am describing. And not an act of giving your power over to someone else or anyone else. When you are asked to surrender to the highest will be done, to the divine will be done, it doesn't mean that you have no will of your own not what surrender is that's giving up giving up and surrender are two very very different things spiritual surrender requires you to use your will use your power use your choice to serve the highest will be done to serve the divine will it must be an empowered choice and use of your will with you in your power and accepting your power and your authority to do so and choosing then to be a service to be the instrument to be thus a co-creator co-creation occurs through you the ego likes to convince you all that it is from itself it is from you it is from your own mind it is from your own ego that you are creating reality or co-creating in reality and the ego is very tricky and deceptive in this way. And the ego can be so deceptive that it can even fool great souls and spiritual teachers and adepts who have been following a path for a very long time. Because the work of practicing controlling the mind and truly, deeply, spiritually surrendering and love is not something that you just practice and you think you master once and then you've mastered it and then you don't have to concentrate on it anymore. And then you can just go ahead and do whatever you want to do or act in any way you want to act. That's not how it works. Spiritual practices are called spiritual practices for a reason they have to be practiced and practiced again and practiced again and again and again and the most enlightened illuminated masters the most enlightened illuminated truly illuminated spiritual teachers and spiritual masters in the world are the ones that know that humbly it must be practiced at all times A spiritual practice is something that is never not needed. That it must become a way of living, not just what is taught. Just as I have been speaking about the virtues, bringing through these divine qualities, that virtues as truly qualities of God. That you have the ability to co-create with it can literally come through you and be practiced in your life be lived in your life it's not enough to just know them it's not enough to even have some realization about them they need to be practiced they need to be put into action and lived they need to be your very vibration in thought, word, action, and deed, and that's the spiritual journey that you are all on, and it is not something that is going to happen overnight. it is not something that is going to happen in some flash or moment of a person's life usually it requires the practice that said can there be quantum leaps yes are there quantum leaps happening for you all as part of the great shifts happening on the earth yes does it mean that you don't have to do the work that it's going to be done for you no and this is the other thing that is being taught by many people who consider themselves spiritual teachers They are teaching that the work does not need to be done. That it will happen for them or it will just happen to everyone. That something else or someone else or another teacher or another dimension or other higher beings will do the work will make it happen for you and I can 100% guarantee you that this is not how the highest beings work and this is not how the highest truth and the highest realms operate while there are miracles and divine interventions that take place, we operating at the highest levels, we know that we are here to co-create with you, not do it for you. Even all of the things that we do unknown, in your lives it's a co-creation there is somewhere or some place that will was involved either through your prayers or through your soul contracts or through your intentions somewhere along the line we are responding primarily in what we do I and all of the other angels archangels spiritual guides and masters working at the highest level of your lives operate in such a way We do things that we are asked to from on high as well, but even those things, somewhere along the line, your will is involved. Something that you have wanted or desired or called forth in some way, shape, or form. Free will is sacred. Of this there is no doubt. And all of us operating from the highest place will honor that. But free will does not exist separate. It is sacred. It is individual. But it is not separate. And I want to make it very clear because there are lists of virtues that are circulating out in the world. But on some of them you would see separation listed as a virtue. And I want to be very clear that it is not a virtue. all of us are doing everything in our power to help you all awaken out of the illusions of separation separation is an illusion you have free will you have individuality it is sacred but you are not separate from each other, or from anything else. That is an illusion. You are individual, but you are indivisible with each other. I have taught this before, I have stated this before, and I will continue to state it and teach about it and speak about it for as long as is absolutely necessary and what that necessary state is is for our consciousness to be reached in which you all have realized it not just grasped it intellectually but really fully realized it many of you understand the oneness, many of you understand the individuality, but the simultaneous oneness and individuality requires a shift in your consciousness, requires a shift into higher awareness. Where you can not just see those things as opposites, but truly reconcile
1: those opposites.
0: And the virtue that reconciles those opposites, that really truly is a virtue, is the virtue of unity. Or unification would be another word that could also be used... to describe what it is that I am speaking about here. As I have been teaching, the virtues are not just instruments for co-creation. They are divine qualities of God that also reconcile opposites. And so the virtue of unity, the energy, the power, the divine quality of unity and power of unity is what reconciles the opposites. These two opposites, individuality and oneness, they are opposites. And you see so much of it manifesting in your world right now. So much of what is at the source behind so much disagreement and argument and fear and falsehoods is that polarized dynamic between those opposites. Of individuality and oneness and the virtue of unity is what reconciles them in the spiritual world is what reconciles them for you it already exists in the spiritual world unity is it already exists it already exists in the nature the true nature of The material world and the universe in which you live and the energetic way that everything is manifested within the true nature of your soul and your spirit it is already there that virtue is already present unity already exists unity in diversity this diversity of opposites your individuality and your collective oneness they are the opposites. And unity is what reconciles them. And what that reconciliation of opposites truly really means is synergizes them. Not just one or the other or one opposed to the other or against the other or one more important than the other because there isn't one more important than the other they both When they unite, where they unite, as they unite, in unity, synergize with each other and exist in perfect synergy. You are individual and indivisible. And that unity that makes that possible that is the true reality that you already are in you are just not in the consciousness of it you are just not in unity consciousness the majority of you the majority in your nation the majority in your world right now are not in this unity consciousness So shift the consciousness, so much will shift. Because as I'm explaining, it already exists in the spiritual world, it already exists in the nature of your soul. The unity already is, it already exists. So if it exists everywhere else except in your consciousness, when you bring it into your consciousness, there will be a harmonic flow once again that hasn't existed on the earth for a very long time and humanity for quite a long time and the way you live your lives with each other and the way you live your lives in relation to other beings that you are also in unity with that you are also simultaneously one with And the way you live your lives and your relationship with the planet. So much will shift as you shift into that unity
1: consciousness. But it has to be a choice.
0: It means shifting out of rugged individualism which even many spiritual practitioners have shifted into individuality taken to the point of rugged individualism does not allow for unity and unity consciousness to come in and heal and transform And those who go to the extreme with the oneness, and there are many extremes that can be gone to, with those who believe in the oneness and only want to focus on the oneness. farther into the extremes one goes the farther away you are from unity consciousness And again unity consciousness in no way shape or form requires you to give over your power you must be in your power truly using it properly in the way that is intended to be used in order to truly be in unity consciousness and when each of you go further and further into unity consciousness then collectively the unity consciousness will spread There are so many energetic ways that that happens and occurs. Many terms that you now have in your modern day through those who research this phenomenon, some that call it the ripple effect, others that call it the tipping point, scientific research being done on all of those things and more. Even your quantum physicists researching quantum entanglement will be benefited by understanding true unity the phenomenon known and experienced by quantum physicists as quantum entanglement does not just happen In the quantum energetic realm, of which you are all part and parcel of, it happens in you and with all of you, and the ways in which you are all quantumly, energetically experiencing a quantum entanglement. If you could truly know it right now it would blow all of your minds. Which is why you're not ready yet to fully understand it. But you are ready. You're ready to focus on unity and choose to develop in your consciousness that virtue and to be an instrument for it along with all of the other virtues I have spoken about many thus far, the more that you are an instrument for the virtue of compassion it becomes easier to be and enter into unity consciousness the more that you all focus On the virtue of forgiveness. And not just being so angry at each other and upset and resentful when things aren't aligning, when agreements aren't happening, when pain and sorrow and suffering does happen and it's not being responded to correctly. I literally could go through and list all of the virtues that I've spoken of thus far but I choose not to use this message in that way but it is something that could be done each and every one of the virtues and how each one of them when practiced when allowing yourself to be an instrument for them can allow you and help you to move into that unity consciousness. Allow that virtue of unity to move in you, expand in you. And when you're in unity consciousness again, it's not like you're letting anyone else be in control of you or take away your power or take your will. You are choosing to use your will to serve. To serve the highest good of all knowing that that which is for the highest good of all is for you is what is for your highest good truly if it is truly for the highest good of all then it is for your highest good And I remind those of you who are dealing with issues within your families to remember this as well. And those of you who are parents to remember this as well. If it truly is for the highest good of your children, it will be for your highest good. And yes, it does work the other way as well. That which is truly for your highest good will be for their highest good. And sometimes that's the way it needs to be focused on. But either way, it must be selfless. Or else the ego gets involved in very, very subtle ways. Like I said, the ego is such a tricky feature of the mind. An aspect of your psyche that it can even full, full spiritual adepts. Teachers and even those who've reached certain levels of mastery. They can still get tripped up by it, still get caught in it. Why the virtue of humility must always, always, always be applied. And selflessness, indeed, is a part of humility. Does that mean that you ignore yourself or that you? Make yourself unimportant no that's not what selflessness means there's been a healing that's taking place and it's a very important healing of healing the self and many of you do need to heal yourself and make yourself a priority in that process but even the healing of the self must be done selflessly even the empowerment of the self in fully, fully, fully accepting your whole and complete power, your whole power and using it, even that must be done selflessly. With a selfless reason, a selfless purpose, a selfless cause, motivating your intention and your reason for doing so. Otherwise, the ego should trip you up like it has done so many others and if it does then forgiveness must be applied in the process of restoring right relationship and restoring the truth path and true virtue and integrity must be engaged in one of the difficulties right now is that as people are trying to heal themselves it is becoming a very selfish process as they are trying to protect themselves or stand up for themselves which absolutely all of you must do but then it is being done in a very selfish way something else entirely something else entirely to heal yourself to own the power that is within yourself to stand up for yourself to protect yourself to be true to yourself to be authentic to yourself all of this is a must And it's a must in order to be in unity consciousness. In order to fully be in unity consciousness, you must be who you are. That individuality must be strong. Selfishness. If it is done in selfishness, if it is mixed with selfishness, if it is applied with practice to a selfishness, which is so easy to do, if it's done in the consciousness or any motivation of selfishness in doing, then it will set you back. And it will be a stumbling block, not an impossibility, but a stumbling block in the unity consciousness progress. And you're experiencing this in your lives and in your world right now. The good news is there's still progress being made. Two steps forward, one step back sometimes. Sometimes two steps forward, two steps back. But most of the time It is steps forward, even if there are steps back. You are making progress, and many of you are making enough progress now in your self-healing, in your personal growth and personal development, that you can be aware of this, and that you can be aware that I can be myself with a capital S be true to myself with a capital S if I were to spell it and write it out and still be selfless with a small s and the fact that selflessness must be at the heart of the motivation the drive the intention and the inspiration for doing so and that that definition of selflessness that I'm giving you today it has to do with service the selfless component is the desire to serve not just serve yourself but to serve the whole, to serve the all. To serve the one. And the oneness that you are part and parcel of. Going back to what I said at the beginning of this message, when I guided the breathing exercise, open the channel to be the instrument to allow yourself to be of instrument be the instrument to be of service that is a selfless intention that is a selfless prayer and desire and it is one of the highest uses of your will to use your will to serve lovingly serve the highest will be done engages you in the highest form of unity consciousness where magic and miracles happen the highest form of Unity Consciousness, where all of you find yourself capable of being so much more than who you are individually, that you're all capable of so much more. And in this state that I'm describing is also the infinite joy, the unending peace, the infinite abundance that you all seek.
1: It is in this consciousness.
0: It's all about where your consciousness is. Everything. That you're doing in this world. What is the consciousness in which you're doing it? Where is your consciousness while you're doing it? Be in unity consciousness choose to be in unity consciousness you won't master it all at once there will be several ripples and waves it is part Of what is emerging in you and through you. I refer to this being the year of emergence, however, it doesn't mean that everything you see happening in your world that is emerging is something to be glad about or to celebrate many of the things emerging. Yes, you must serve. Serve all of the beauty that is emerging and celebrate it, yes. But you also must serve everything else that is emerging. as it is not just the beautiful things and the things that you want that is emerging. Everything that you've co-created up to this point and thus far is emerging. And that which emerges advances. And so when I said previously to serve that which is emerging it's not just the easy things that you all would like to focus on or concentrate on this unity consciousness that I'm speaking about through the virtue of unity it has to be integrated and applied into serving everything that's emerging in your life you'll know what's emerging in your personal lives by what is rising and what comes out and comes up what's coming up for you to look at what's coming up for you to deal with what's coming up for you to move past and move through Unity consciousness helping you to properly go through whatever it is and serve whatever it is that's emerging in you and in your life. Applied with all the other virtues. And the same thing with your world. serve the light that is emerging and the other things that are emerging as a result of things that have been co-created and set into motion use your hearts and use your will to choose in what ways to serve serve Ultimately, you all must unite especially when it comes to serving that which is emerging within the planet the new frequencies that are emerging the new energies that are emerging and the profound co-created shifts and changes earth changes that are emerging that which has been co-created must continue to be co-created only in a new way and from a different consciousness. You must unite more and more and more. All can be balanced, healed and brought into a new order. through the virtue of unity that that will be made possible but it's not just waiting for others to unite and this person or that person or this nation or that nation it's something you all must engage in find a way to unite in your differences It exists in the natural world it exists in the spiritual world this unity exists in you as I said it can be the consciousness in which you operate it can be the consciousness in which you make your choices and you co-create with others compromise find compromises unite for the highest good
1: of all of all.
0: And it will be for the highest good of each of you individually. If it's truly for the highest good of all, it is for your highest good. And I send all of these words and this entire message with all of my love. and my full and complete support united with you united with your light united with your heart united with your true will and your heart I stand ready to serve with you Always. Always. And in all ways. And the message let's just take a moment to say a sound of thankfulness and appreciation for the message and for the Archangel Michael. And then we'll bring the process to completion. By bringing it back to praise again just to remind you we'll just do Adonai Elohim by itself here for just a few minutes from a few, few repetitions here at the end so just Adonai Elohim by
1: itself Adonai Elohim Adonai Elohim Adonai Elohim. Adonai Elohim.
0: I don't know. I we slowly bring I don't know. I coming up out of the meditation I'll share a few things one is how moved I feel it's been happening quite regularly lately <clears throat> once again I think almost every message in this transition has left me with a tear in my eye so, um, and that what really moved me was this Part of here at the end that felt like such an impassioned plea on his part. When we have the greatest amongst the archangels really, you know, being very blunt and um, straightforward and making an impassioned plea in this way, to me, it's a wake-up call in and of itself, and um, it's to move us into. Touch us and hopefully to allow ourselves to be moved into the action that he's speaking of here all throughout this message today a lot of what I was experiencing is just feeling um, the uh, passion the intensity in which he was uh, intending intentionally to deliver this message within and I had a lot of visuals of sacred geometries um, uh, that's one of the primary images that I saw when it was when I was having any imagery I was seeing circles obviously symbols of wholeness Two interlocking circles obviously symbols of wholeness um, and the Vesca Pisces, which is the part of the two interlocking circles. So basically, that symbol of sacred union, um, where the two connect, that that intersecting part of those two circles is called the Vesca Pisces. So sometimes that that part just by itself um, was also part of the sacred geometry that was very pronounced um, and spirals obviously the circles sometimes becoming the spirals and the spirals spiraling uh, upwards and outwards those kind of um imageries and of course it's not just um when they when it becomes very dynamic and the spirals really start spinning a lot of the visuals was not just um you know, kind of flat two-dimensional imageries of these sacred geometries, but like three, four, you know, four-dimension type of thing, type of imagery that I see, kind of multidimensional forms of how they become like dynamic moving energies, especially when the energies start spiraling like that. Um, other sacred geometries that I was seeing, um, I was seeing triangulation sometimes. Um, sometimes the... Um, Yeah, actually the triangles and the triangulation geometries were appearing when, um, I forget what part of the message it was in, it was a very specific part of the message. Definitely, when he was talking about how we have to, um, you know, hold them both in our minds and in our hearts simultaneously, it's like, you know, it's like they triangulate at that point in time. The, the two dualities um, begin to triangulate, and that when he was talking about the unity, the unity also took it into a triangulation, and then the geometries could advance from there. So it's all a lot of energy that I was seeing, and the, the, the way that even in these geometries, energies would move. So so um, that's, that's not uncommon in my channeling work for me to see geometries, but it was kind of uncommon for me to see it as much and for it to be predominantly the visuals that I was um, receiving. Uh, I was also feeling a lot in my heart. I'm feeling a lot of um, energy work happening in the heart and, of course, a very profound um, opening of um, That central meridian is one of the words I use for it Uh, The Shishamna is an ancient Sanskrit word I use for it too That vertical energy axis that he was talking about and guiding us in the breath work for uh, In the beginning there so very um, Beautiful opening of that that I experienced Ah, Very powerful Impassioned plea all right, that's it. I think that's all I had to share. Let me just get back up to the computer screen here. I'll go ahead and um, turn off the recordings as soon as I'm, this computer screen's back on. Okay. Okay, hold well, on just one second here. I'm trying to pull it up. There it is. Computer's been very slowly.